Zigazoo has made me zigzag. What I mean by that is I swore I would never let my kids on social media, but now I'm setting them loose on Zigazoo. Zigazoo is a space for kids to post videos they've created and to share them with other kids just like them. Videos that are moderated by actual people. And since there are no comments or messaging, you don't have to worry about social trolling. Zigazoo, the world's largest social network for kids. Download the Zigazoo app today. Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury. The premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80. Live March 20th from The Edge at Hudson Yards in New York City. Featuring a performance by John Batiste. The all-new 2025 Infiniti QX80 is an SUV designed to help every passenger feel just right. Be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. Don't miss it. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. Managing your diabetes just got easier. The powerful new Dexcom G7 lets you see your glucose numbers on your compatible watch and phone without finger sticks. And because Dexcom G7 is the most accurate CGM system, you can be confident in your food, exercise, and medication decisions. And all those decisions can lead to big results, like more time in range and lower A1C. Get started at Dexcom.com. Dexcom data on file 2023. If your glucose alerts and readings from the G7 do not match symptoms or expectations, use a blood glucose meter to make diabetes treatment decisions. For a list of compatible devices, visit Dexcom.com. Ready to unlock a world of entertainment? Philips Roku TV has America's favorite TV streaming platform built in. So you can watch live TV, catch every game, discover must-see shows and hit movies, and get all the best streaming apps in one place, like iHeart, for all your favorite music, radio, and podcasts. Watch what you want, when you want. Immerse yourself in entertainment with premium 4K picture and sound for every budget, with sizes for every room. Find your perfect Philips Roku TV today, online or at your local Walmart and Sam's Club. This is My Guys of the Desert with Stormy Bonantoni on VSEN, the sports betting network. Hey, everybody. Welcome into My Guys in the Desert. Thanks for joining us on a Thursday. Stormy Bond and Tony with you for the next hour live from Las Vegas, coming out of our recent studio at Circus Sportsbook. A lot to get into today. Will Hill, Danielle Alvari, my dad, Rich Bond and Tony, is going to join the program in just a few minutes. And at the end of the hour, as we always do on Thursday, the head honchos here at Circa, Derek Stevens and Mike Palm, will join us in studio. But lots to get to on a Thursday, including, of course, the big Thursday night football matchup tonight. So let's dive right in to our top five stories, things that impact us is better. Starting with the primetime game tonight, Cowboys headed down to the Big Easy to take on the New Orleans Saints. And that line had a bit of movement today from minus four and a half, the Cowboys being favored earlier to six and a half. We're seeing it right now. That total also down from 47 and a half to 46 and two teams that are struggling, but most of the public backing Dallas. So we'll see if there's any buyback with the move prior to kickoff later on tonight. Some injury updates to be aware of. While the Saints do get Mark Ingram back in the offensive backfield, they'll be without star running back Alvin Kamara, as well as offensive tackles Ryan Ramzik and Teron Armstead, which could mean a little bit of trouble for starting quarterback Taysom Hill. Yes, I said starting quarterback who gets the nod in lieu of Trevor Simeon. He's still recovering, though, from a partially torn plantar fascia in his foot. The Cowboys on the other side also expect to add back two-time Pro Bowler defensive end Demarcus Lawrence back tonight and offensively wide receiver CeeDee Lamb and Amari Cooper from concussion protocol and COVID-19 protocol respectively. So Dak gets some weapons back, but will also be without his head coach and Mike McCarthy who is out testing positive for COVID-19 as well as a number of assistant coaches on that side. 
Some betting trends to be aware of in the matchup for both teams. Dallas 8-3 ATS this season, just 1-3 against the number of their last four games. They have, however, had success against teams with a losing record 5-0 against the number there. Comparatively, though, New Orleans has been pretty good against the spread against teams that have been good 4-1 against teams with winning records, also 4-2 ATS and 3-3 outright as an underdog this season. Much more on this game as we go throughout the show, of course. Moving on here, though, Bucks wide receiver Antonio Brown already been missing time with an injury, and now he's going to have to face a three-game suspension for uh, for being penalized now, excuse me, for a misrepresentation of vaccine status under the current NFL and NFLPA COVID-19 rules. You remember his chef, of course, accused AB of having a fake vaccine card in a final review, supported those allegations that Brown, as well as two other players, violated the protocols and will be suspended three games without pay. New York Giants quarterback Daniel Jones is limited again for Thursday's practice this week, but his offensive coordinator Freddie Kitchen said he's expecting Danny Dimes to be the quarterback for the New York Giants this week against the Miami Dolphins. Dolphins laying four at home. His head coach Joe Judge comparatively, though, said Jones' status is just in the hands of doctors right now, so TBD on whether or not he will get the start. Sterling Shepard also limited for Thursday's practice, and Kadarius Toney remained sidelined. The number once again, oh, up to four and a half now I see in that one. Total 41 Giants at Dolphins. In the MLB, as expected, the league and its Players Association did not find common ground on the collective bargaining agreement by the deadline last night. So we have a lockout in Major League Baseball for the first time since 1990. And it is what it's always about, dollar bills. The players want a larger share of the revenue. They want to get paid earlier in their career, but also on the table are some potential changes to the game itself. So the league wants 14 teams to make the playoffs a way to incentivize winning and competition. There's also proposals to see a pitch clock be used and eventually further some caps on the number of pitchers allowed on a roster until an agreement is reached. Coaches and front office personnel are not able to communicate with the players. So all those big contracts we've been seeing this last week, it all comes to a stop in the meantime. In the college football coaching carousel, looks like we have another move. All reports over the last 24 hours are showing that it looks like defensive coordinator Marcus Freeman will be promoted to the head coach of the Notre Dame Fighting Irish as Brian Kelly has moved on to LSU. What a turn of events, though, for the 35-year-old Freeman. Less than two years ago, D.C. at Cincinnati. The Irish defense has been really solid, though, and as of recently, held their last four opponents to a combined 23 points. Notre Dame also putting the finishing touches on its first top-five recruiting class since 2013, largely in part to Marcus Freeman's efforts. And uh, Elevation also comes with offensive coordinator and former Notre Dame quarterback Tommy Reese remaining with the program as he announced to the team yesterday. I am a long, lifelong Golden Domer fan, uh, largely in part due to the man we have on the line with me right now, my dad, Rich Bonantoni, who's also my contest partner in the Circa Millions, and we will determine what our picks are here shortly but real quickly dad what did you think of uh of marcus freeman getting elevated it looks like with the irish well i'm really happy that they did storm because i i don't really know with what notre dame would be doing here with the uh, recruiting class so to, to get to keep a guy in-house so maybe out of the 22 guys that they're supposed to get they get to keep 17 or 18 of them because it could have been a real disaster and uh they can say what they want to about kelly it was really nice getting all those 11, 12 win seasons. I mean, he might not have won it all, but uh, those uh, winning seasons 
might, might, might take a little bit to get back to like that again five years in a row. Yeah, winningest coach in Notre Dame history. But like you said, I mean, we already saw Lincoln Riley with USC commits leaving Oklahoma and headed with him. So nice that the Irish do get some stability for sure. Well, that... The, the Irish aren't playing this week, so we got to talk about some teams that are and in the contest. Hey, what? Go ahead. What? I was, I was gonna say, I'll make you a bet, though. I know with Kelly leaving, I'll make you a bet of two and a half national titles in the next ten years at LSU. Though I'll make you that bet because oh. the, the the athletes he's going to get over there. So I just wanted to say that. But before you get going, I just wanted to say thank you for the Thanksgiving and the oh. birthday at Circa. It was such a great week. I mean, we had a few winners in there. I got to see a mall in Mike Palm. Uh, you better tell Stephanie to quit acting like she doesn't know me whenever she sees me. She doesn't keep blowing me off like that. And then this morning, you listen to Stephanie, but you don't listen to me. You, I call you this morning because I hear you know Mike Palm saying that you guys are stuff in the ballot boxes to win the contest or whatever the, show, the, the awards was. And uh, you said, well, you, you know we can't talk. And that's because of Stephanie again. So I'm going to have to get her a little alone time with her and straighten that one out. Stephanie doesn't let me talk to you on the phone before the program because this is I wouldn't have gotten any of that. I would have gotten it on the phone earlier. So we need that on the air. Well, I'm going to you tell her act like she knows me next time. She, okay, I actually saw her through the screen and she's like, what are you talking about? What are you talking about? Um, no. OK, yes, I'm with you. But I also have to give you a little bit of grief because well, we went four and one the last two weeks in Circa Millions. This past week, I put it all in your hands because I was the reason we had one loss back-to-back weeks. Put it all in your hands this week. What are Rich's picks going to be? Two and three? Not happy, but you know what? The other two games, you know, I was kind of like that the loss, but the only one that really bothered me was the Eagles because the way the Eagles lost, you saw that game. I mean, I mean, they better have a bounce back this week because that, that was that was disappointing. I'm in two and three. I mean, we're ten and five for the quarter, which mm-hmm. you, you know that and fifty cents gets us a cup of coffee. So that's <laughs> that's too bad. We we blew this quarter. Tied for two hundred twenty second in the quarter, but we'll <laughs> we're, we still got a chance. Um, but just speaking of the Eagles, I'm surprised that you're on them again. So if we put our choices up here this week. Um, we agree on a number of them, but you are on the Eagles minus seven at the Jets, even though they failed us last week. Yes, because it's going to be a bounce back beatdown. Remember that I think I told you about bounce backs when a team get get beat up or embarrassed, they bounce back with a great effort, and they were embarrassed about that one right there. And uh, uh, even though Mr. Lombardi doesn't like Hurts, uh, I like him as the like you said the Oklahoma offense that they got. They're going to run it this week against the Jets. I always steal Lombardi's line. He's an excellent running back. I'm not so sure about a quarterback <laughs> just yet, but he's a great running back. Jalen Hurts is. <laughs> You also, yeah, he says it all the time. One of our other different games here is, well, I have the Seahawks plus three and a half, 49ers, Jags plus 13 at the Rams because the Rams can't cover to save their life. You have the Bears plus seven and a half at Arizona. Is that just because of the TBD with Kyler Murray or the weather? What are your thoughts on that it, game? It, combo platter. It is going to be freezing cold. They're used to the dome. And remember this, whenever a quarterback comes back from any game, his first game is the worst game. It's, they get the yips. The timing isn't right. Look what happened to Dak. Look what happened to Russell Wilson, Ben Roethlisberger. It's the second game when they're much better. So if Kyler Murray comes back, he'll be much better next week, and it'll be, it won't be in that cold weather of Chicago. You How also, does that sound? You also broke your rule here as I'm looking at your picks. Got to be three dogs, Storm. Got to be three dogs. I only see two. I agree with you, and you know what? And I was gonna, I was gonna put in the uh, the Buffalo Bills against the uh, Patriots, but you guys have been pumping up the Patriots so much. I I went ahead and I I changed that one up. But if you really the two games that I like a lot, and I mean when I was there, I I put a little four teamer together, which will be very nice if I do that with two college two pros. 
I love the Bengals and Dolphins. I'm not going to lie. Bengals and Dolphins yep. are my two favorite plays. Bengals, Dolphins, and I like the Washington football team plus two and a half, which was another one of our picks that we agreed on here. I'm big fans of those three games for sure this week. Um, we got to do it. We got about a minute and a half left here with you, Dad. Get rich with Rich. You're on a heater. Um, let's see. What's your exact? Are you three and three? Three and three. Get rich with Rich picks. What do we have this week? No, that's that's three, you know, or three for three. Oh, three, so four, three. three. That's what I mean. That's yeah. what I mean. I'm sorry. Yeah. Come on. Three Come on. and oh, three, four, three. Listen, thank you. I, I, I got to keep pumping myself up because you keep bringing me down, but maybe Steph will help you out. <laughs> anyway, listen, I, I hope this isn't bad. I'm, gonna, I'm rolling with the Mormons. I'm rolling with Utah. I cannot believe how everybody is pumped up on Oregon again. Do they not know how the Mormons travel compared to those tree huggers in Oregon? They're trying to save the bugs. They're not, they're not trying to win football. Right. Allegiant Stadium is going to sound like Rice Eccles with all the Mormons coming from Utah. Whenever Utah or BYU travels, they come to Vegas. They stay at the Marriott Hotel they, or the hotels. They stay all. They will be there in droves. There, there might be 30,000 Mormons at the game, probably 40,000 Mormons at the game against the uh, against Oregon. That's my pick. They prefer LDS, by the way. They prefer LDS. But uh, I'm with you on Utah. Norman Mormon. I'm with you. I'm with you with Utah. Minus three, though. You're an absolute knucklehead. Uh, (laughs) Thank you so much for coming on. And I'll pass that thanks you gave to me about the whole Circa birthday Thanksgiving on to Derek and Mike when they're with us so good. Love you. Have a great day. Love you more. That's my dad, Rich Bond and Tony. We're going to pick some winners this week, everybody. Stay with us here on My Guys in the Desert. Will Hill coming up next. Hey guys, this is Matt Jones, Drew Franklin from the Fade This Podcast. We got a great episode coming up. Picks in all the sports, football, basketball, we do them all. But here's a preview of this week's episode. Nothing to do with anyone personally, but Creighton is the team every year that the nerds, you know, the basketball nerds, they're like, you know, get Creighton, you know, watch Creighton. And I'm like, I don't want to watch Creighton because I agree with Shannon, the dude today. Creighton's never going to win anything. Stop talking to me about Creighton. They're not, never the, not, gonna, the, not the Big East tournament? Well, I mean, they could maybe they win the Big East tournament, but it'll only be luck. But, like, they're always like, you know, a sleeper team. That cool. Like that guy who I told you had eight title teams. One of his title teams was – Creighton is not winning the national championship. It's yeah, I don't not, have him doing that. that. Like, that's why do we all have to act like Creighton is a, is a, is a good team? Creighton's like the band they all say you should know if you really knew bands. <laughs> And then they're never at any of those. And then they're never, yeah, exactly. And it comes time for the Grammys, and they lose out to, like, you know, Lil Durk. And you're like, see, I knew Lil Durk was better. Why are you, t- why are you telling me? You see the whole time. <laughs> and this episode was brought to you in partnership with DraftKings. To hear more, listen and subscribe to Fade This on iHeartRadio or wherever you listen to podcasts. Hey, Sarah, I loved that spring break vlog you posted on Zigazoo. OMG, you watched it? Yeah, it was edited so well. I think you're so talented. Social media interactions are only positive when you use Zigazoo. Zigazoo is the world's largest and safest social media network for kids. 
Your kids can upload their content and see what their friends are up to. With Zigazoo, they can create videos, enter to win prizes, and try out the latest dances and trends. There's no commenting, no text messaging, and everything is 100% human moderated. Plus, all community members are real, verified kids just like yours. There are no bots, trolls, or AI. Because Zigazoo is about one thing and one thing only, and that is fun. Try out Zigazoo this spring break and let your kids share your vacation vlogs and best edits with their friends safely. Download the Zigazoo app today. That's Z-I-G-A-Z-O-O. Does sleeping hot keep you up at night? Meet the Lisa Chill Collection. These cooling mattresses work like magic with a cool-to-the-touch cover, zoned springs, and comfy foam layers. Say goodbye to restless nights and wake up refreshed. Lisa's Chill Mattresses beat the heat with ultra-cool covers that whisk away heat, so you always sleep just right. These hybrids blend up to 1,032 breathable springs and plush foams for the ultimate cooling and comfort. And the Chill Collection doesn't just feel great, it looks great too. With thoughtful design and pillowy quilt tops. No matter your budget, Lisa has a Chill Mattress for you. For a limited time, save up to $460 on Chill Mattresses and get two free pillows iHeart listeners can save an extra $50 off by visiting lisa.com forward slash iHeart. That's L-E-E-S-A dot com forward slash iHeart. With Lisa, your purchase has purpose. Every year, Lisa donates thousands of mattresses to those in need. Exclusions apply. See lisa.com for more details. (sighs) Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save 40% site-wide. Get 40% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. You're listening to My Guys in the Desert with Stormy Bonantoni on v the Sports Betting Network. Welcome back, everybody. This segment of My Guys in the Desert brought to you by Zinn Nicotine Pouches. Fresh way to enjoy nicotine without all the baggage of cigarettes, dip, or vape. No more smelling like an ashtray. No more spit cups and no batteries to charge or leaky equipment to deal with either. Zinn Nicotine Pouches are smoke-free, spit-free, and available in 10 varieties like spearmint, wintergreen, citrus, and many more. Plus, for your convenience, Every variety comes in two strengths, so you can easily find the satisfaction level that works for you. Zinn, America's number one nicotine pouch, available in over 100,000 locations nationwide, so it's never been easier to find your Zinn. Head on over to zinn.com find to locate a store near you. That's zyn.com find. Warning, this product contains nicotine. Nicotine is an addictive chemical. My guys in the desert, live from Circa Sportsbook. I'm Stormy Bond and Tony. Time for Fade or Follow. We're taking the biggest public bet games in the NBA, NHL, NFL, and determining whether we're on board with the public 
or if we're not. So in the NBA tonight, Bucks minus four taking an eight-game hot streak down to Toronto to face the Raptors. 94% of the handle, 90% of bets on the Bucks, and you can see why. 4-0 ATS, their last four games against teams with losing records, while the Raptors 0-6 the opposite direction. But I'm actually rolling fade here because Bucks are just 1-5 ATS, their last six games on no rest, and 3-7 against the number of their last 10 meetings with Toronto. I was looking up their overall record, 13-27 straight up against the Raptors since 2013, which is... For Toronto, the best win percentage of any Eastern Conference team against the Bucks in that time. Cringy, but I'm fading the public here. In the NHL, Senators at the Hurricanes. Canes minus 300 favorites money line. 97% of the handle, 92% of bets. I'm just going to pass on this one, actually, because while in no way, shape, or form do I see the Sens coming out here and winning this game, minus 300, that's just a gross number to be on board with, especially since the Canes are 1-3-1 and won their last five games, despite how good their record is. That said, while the Canes are down, Ottawa is out 1-11-1 in the month of November. Worst record in the NHL in that time. Carolina is back at home. They play very well there. I like the Canes in this game. I'm just not going to pay that price for it. Not worth the juice. In the NFL, Colts minus 8.5 at the Texans. So Colts are getting 96% of the handle, 84% of bets. I'm following this one. Colts have been really good lately. Winners, five of their last six after the 1-4 and four start. 4-2 four and two ATS in that time, which included, we know, the dominant win over the Bills, 41-15. Now they're coming off a very narrow loss to the Bucks last week. Good bounce back spot, I think, against a bad team. And uh, the Texans' win at Tennessee, I feel like, is more of the, the abnormal situation, not the norm when it comes to Houston. I know Tyrod Taylor's great at covering a number. I just, it's just not for me. It's not for me. What is for me? My guy, Will Hill, as we bring him on. Beeson's own Will Hill at not the Will Hill on Twitter, also host of the New York City cast. What's going on, Will? Thanks for joining us. Stormy B, what's going on? Always great to see your face, pal. And why don't we start there in the NFL? What do you like maybe in this Colts at Texans game coming up Sunday? I mean, I know this is nothing profound, but the Houston Texans are not a good football team. No. They met uh, <laughs> back in October. I think it was middle of November, 31 to 3. I know that's Davis Mills, not Tyrod Taylor. I think it's more of the same. Um, this Jets team they played last week is so bad on defense, last in the league in yards per play. The Texans couldn't move the ball against them, blew a 14-3 lead, uh, under four yards per play for this Texans offense, second week in a row. To me, this Colts team is good. They're motivated. They could easily you know, have eight wins. They've let a few games get away, including last week, you know, the, the Ravens game on Monday night. Uh, they've let a few games get away now. But uh, to me, this Colts team is dangerous. I think they're motivated. They're getting healthier. Uh, to me, this one is 34-7, 34-10. I think they win this game, and they win it pretty comfortably. Well, and I feel like the big thing that goes against the Colts lately is, oh, but they can't beat good teams, right? And they can't cover against good teams. Well, I mean, Houston's not a good team. That's not something we have to worry about here. It's just in. Houston is not a good team. That is correct. That checks out. I just double-checked. That checks out. But backing up your statement, though, I was looking up some of their ATS records, and Indy 5-1 and one against the number as a road favorite since the start of last season, which is the second-best cover percentage in the NFL over that span. So I am 100% with you on the Colts, despite it being the number that it is. Um, I also, also like to ask you about your Vikings, because they're laying a big number this week against the Lions, and despite how bad the Lions have been, they've been pretty good covering. Do you think they can, or is this the Vikings' day to get a big win on the road? I think the Vikings are finally going to play 
a two-possession game. You know, every game of theirs has been one possession. They're all down to the wire. To me, this is a week where they can really put a number on the Lions. No swift for Detroit. Um, Detroit seems to alternate between being competitive and getting absolutely blown out. To me, this is a week where the Vikings can run up the score and kind of feel good about themselves and, and win this game going away. You know, it, it's it's really interesting. I think the Vikings obviously uh, better than their record as well. They've really had a hard time closing these games out. To me, if you get the Vikings to make the playoffs at plus money, I think it's right around a coin flip. Their schedule is pretty easy the rest of the way. They have the Lions, the Bears twice, uh, a Pittsburgh team at home next Thursday night, which is looking pretty gimpy. So I think this Vikings team still has life. And boy, it's pretty interesting when you look at all these games this week. There's a lot of touchdown or favorite road teams this mm-hmm. week, which which is unusual. Last week, a lot of smaller spreads. This week, a lot of seven or higher for these road teams. Well, and that's one thing, too, that I know – Quarterback Kirk Cousins, he's not really had a lot of experience with having a, to face a big number like that on the road, being taken as such a big favorite. Is that something that you think is in his head at all? Like we have to win this game and we have to win big because it is the Lions. It's the Vikings. It's Kirk Cousins. You never know. You can never totally trust them. But to me, they're just a much better team. I think without Cook, it might play to their advantage a little bit. A Madison's really good. The backup, and two, they'll be more aggressive. And I think they've started to show a little more aggressive this past. You know, two, three weeks or so, where they can throw the ball. I mean, they have two awesome receivers with Thielen and Jefferson. Mm-hmm. This Detroit secondary, this defense is really slow. Like I said, without Swift, the receivers are bad. Uh, this is just not a good Detroit team. I think the Vikings can win this game by 10 plus. And, you know, I'm not opposed to a Vikings in, in a teaser piece as well. I think the Vikings are a pretty safe bet to win this Yeah. One. Huge blow for Detroit not to have DeAndre Swift. He was like the one bright spot in an otherwise doom and gloom season for them. Got a big Thursday night football. I say big, but I mean, it's not the, the most exciting Thursday night football matchup given all the injuries and the COVID, but a Thursday night football matchup nonetheless between the Cowboys and Saints. Is there anything that you're playing or keying in on for the night game tonight? I like under. I saw it was 47 and a half. I know it's down at 46 and a half. I always opt to the first half just because, you know, late in the game, if a team's down 10 points and, you know, shenanigans can happen with a strip sack, a pick six. To me, this will be a conservative game plan. Uh, New Orleans, like you said, is all beat up. I don't think people listening right now can name two of their receivers. Kamara's out. They're missing their two offensive tackles. Taysom Hill's going to play quarterback, so that means a run-heavy game script. I think that'll bleed the clock. They'll just keep the ball on the ground. So to me, this is an under game all the way. I just don't think New Orleans can really move the ball. This is a really a bit of a poverty offense here from the Saints. I mean, it's not a lot of the guys you heard of. It's a lot of backups all around the board. So to me, this the under first half is the way I'm playing this. And I'm not opposed to a Dallas season too. I'd be surprised if Dallas lost this game. Yeah, so I was I'm an under better in this one as well. And I was just really hesitant to take a side just because of all the crap that's been going on, on both sides, quite frankly. Otherwise, I mean everybody's on Dallas, but the number has gotten so much bigger than it was even this morning when it was four and a half, now up to six and a half. But with the Saints, I was curious about like just waiting to get in game and seeing how Taysom Hill adjusts to everything, still dealing with the foot issue, but he's going to be relied on really heavily. They've got some offensive line issues. They've got some running back issues. I'm not really sure what we're going to get from them. Yeah, we talked last week before they played the Bills. I think you and I both agreed, like, how are they going to score against the Bills? I think they got one touchdown and they might have gotten a two-point conversion. To me, the Saints team, they tried to trick you. We saw them last week. You know, they're running fake punts. They're trying all sorts of different things to generate offense. They just don't have a lot. And Hill's a good gimmick player. He's a good football player. But anytime he has to be the, the every down quarterback, you can kind of key on it, in on him. There's a reason you know he is a receiver slash whatever else he does. He's not an every down drop back and pass guy. So to me, they're going to have a hard time scoring. So I'm not opposed to a Saints team total under as well. Yeah, we'll see if he, he ends up getting that $90 million or not.
over uh, <laughs> the next it's just it's just crazy to think about um college football obviously it's conference championship week a lot of action going on and you have a play on the big 10 title maybe michigan minus 11 is that what we're looking at here i like michigan i don't think Iowa can move the ball on them i think you know, there's a lot of people thinking, oh, Michigan will be tight. They'll be nervous. I think fans sometimes project their feelings onto the team. These kids are 19 and 20 years old. They're not going to be nervous. They're going to be fine. Their defense is really good. Uh, this is an opportunity for them to get in the playoff. I just think Iowa's going to have a hard time cracking, you know, 10, 13 points. They're going to have a really hard time sustaining offense. To me, this is Michigan's time. I love Harbaugh as a coach. I think he's kind of gotten a raw deal, a, a bad rep there. Last year was bad. Other than that, they've kind of been in the mix a lot of these years. I think Michigan is a good bet to win this game, and I think they're live to win it all. You know, if they get Cincy or Oak State in the first round, uh, Harbaugh a month to prepare. I think this Michigan team is very dangerous. One thing I really wish this game were played at Michigan. Mm-hmm. Get these conference title games off the neutral field. Give these teams home field advantage. This is the Big Ten. There should be weather, snow, cold, wind, <laughs> running the football. You should not be playing this game in a dome. It's ridiculous. Especially after all the hullabaloo and excitement that there was at the big house last week. Uh, it, was, it looked like a blast out there at that win over Ohio State. And good for Harbaugh getting that one. Michigan 10-2 and against the number this year and uh, just looking really, really solid. Like you said, their odds went from 40 Is your to season one. done? My season? What do you mean? Yeah, college football. Oh, I, I don't have a conference championship game, but bowl season will be back for a minute. Thank you so much, Will. You're the best. Appreciate you. That you is VEASAN Zone. Will Hill. Catch him on the New York City cast and Point Spread Weekly. Of course, stick with us. More My Guys in the Desert coming up on the other side. to my guys in the desert with Stormy Bonantoni on VSIN, the sports betting network. If you're looking for more sports betting discussion around your local teams, Bet Rivers has you covered. Bet Rivers has launched a series of CityCasts designed to tackle sports betting from the local perspective. There are CityCasts in Chicago, Denver, Detroit, Philadelphia, Pittsburgh, New York, and LA. We'll actually have Danielle Alvari, host of the LA CityCast, with us in just a moment. Subscribe to your local CityCast wherever you get your podcast. But before we welcome in Danielle, we usually do college football thirsty Thursday, but there's no college football student section for us to party with tonight. But have no fear, college basketball is here. And uh, the game I like tonight is going to be St. Mary's, Utah State. And I'm partying with the favorite. And I know down in Logan, Utah, we don't usually have a lot of alcoholic beverages flowing. We're getting chocolate wasted, minus one, with the Aggies down in the spectrum, throwing back. I love everything about it. Uh, I, I wouldn't. I would bet this game up rather to three. Um, shop around if you can get the minus one, get it. Both teams seven and one straight up. But the Aggies have won and covered every game since their season opener against UC Davis, and it looked like it was going to be a long year after that game. Don't get me wrong, but they bounced back, been one of the better teams in the country since then, and have one of the more underrated home court advantages 12 and 2 their last 14 games at the spectrum and this is also going to be the first true road game for the gales of st mary's usu forward justin bean's going to be the best player out there on the floor averages 22 and a half points per game 13 boards per game only player in the ncaa by the way to average 20 and 10 early in the season brandon horvath brock miller also in double figures as a team they do a really great job moving the ball they are third in division one in assists per game 50% from the floor. Gales ain't no slouches. Don't get me wrong in the WCC, but I like the Aggies minus one. 
From Utah to California, we go as promised. Danielle Alvari, host of the LA City Cast, recent contributor, joins us on the line now. And there's so much I want to get to with you, Danielle, but I'd be remiss if I didn't start with asking what is the buzz around LA and around the USC program now that Lincoln Riley is officially official the head coach at USC? This has been my favorite question to answer all week, Stormy. I'm so glad you asked me. Uh, obviously, not good news for UCLA fans, but great, great news for USC fans. Lincoln Riley is going to come in and make an impact right away. We know that he's a great, great recruiter, and USC already has never had trouble recruiting for really any coach, and it's Southern California, right? So he's going to get those top three, top five recruiting classes, and I think that the change is going to happen quicker than we realize. He's going to add an instant impact. He is a little bit more creative with his play calling, obviously, uh, even than what we We've seen from Chip Kelly as of late. So I think it's obviously great, great news for USC fans, but it's nice when you have that kind of money to spend on a coach. Yeah, I know, right? I know a lot of people were actually surprised that they did put their hands in the pockets and get all that money out. But um, I feel for I feel happy for you that you were able to put your UCL bias to the side for a minute to talk about USC's future success. But we will talk UCLA now because they obviously had a pretty good win on the court last night against Colorado, didn't cover the 13 and a half. Um, and it seemed like actually it's kind of like a survival mode type of a game there for them in the second half. How are you assessing this team right now? Because they've had some highs and lows. I think this was a great spot for them. Obviously, they're opening Pac-12 play, but to kind of get everything that they've been addressing and trying to work on to kind of work its kinks out. And for them, UCLA's offense has obviously been going well. I say it's the Triple J's, actually. Johnny Juzang, Jaime Hawkins Jr., and Jules. Bernard. They're all Jays. Uh, we did lose Jaime Hawkins Jr. early in this game. He came down pretty hard. He did hit his head and the medical staff cleared him to come back in. But Mick Cronin said he wanted to be extra safe with his players. So I am expecting him uh, to play on Sunday. If Sunday's game happens, of course, because mm -hmm. seven Washington players and coaches obviously tested positive for COVID that postponed their game against Arizona on Thursday. So I'm not even sure if this UCLA game is happening on Sunday just yet. If it does, expecting Hawkins Jr. to be back in it. So that said, I know the defense has been a focus for this UCLA team. We saw how much trouble they had against Gonzaga not too mm -hmm. long ago. And it's hard when they have a seven-footer like Chet Holmgren. We were actually texting about that. I was cracking up. I said uh, he Stormy's looks like text. a spider. <laughs> and I said Jack Skellington, yeah. right? Like yeah. a little bit. A very uh, talented I, spider nonetheless, but yes. No, incredible. Incredible. He's got spidey senses, that's for sure. Mm -hmm. But I know the defense has been a focus for Coach Cronin lately, and I think we're seeing that with this UCLA team. They're trying to figure that part out more so than worrying about the offense right now. I've had the under for the last two games, the UNLV game and the Colorado game, and those both hit. So I do expect that to continue for this team. Good. Deal. Yeah, because they have been a little bit hard to bet in a lot of spots because they started off the season very strong. Seven and one straight up, but four and four against the spread, and then their first four games of the season went over, and their last four have gone under. So you're like, okay. Are we going to stick with this trend or where are we going? They are 14 to 1 to win the title right now at DraftKings. Um, Pac 12 play, as you said, we're already underway, but there are a couple of teams Arizona, USC, also in the top 20 right now. Is this a conference that they can take command of, or is there going to be a little bit more parity than we might expect on the surface? You know, we actually talked about this yesterday on the Los Angeles City cast. I had on a guest who covers the Pac-12, uh, David Woods. It was a great conversation, so make sure you check that out. But we talked about how this is going to be similar to Pac-12 football. It's dog eat dog. It's a lot of pretty good teams that are going to be able to beat each other up on any given night. And so it's really not that uh, far ahead for UCLA as it pertains to their spot in the Pac-12. 
Oregon's right up there. USC has been great so far. Haven't faced any real competition necessarily yet, but their scoring has looked incredible. Their offense, I think that's going to be a challenge for UCLA, which is great. So that's what's funny is this whole top mix here. Even Arizona has been great as mm-hmm. of late. So UCLA, Oregon, USC, Arizona, all in the mix here. Yeah, no question. Well, we'll see if UCLA is able to get out there on the court against Washington on Sunday, but TBD with all of those COVID positives. Also Sunday, though, while we stick to LA, Jags at Rams, Chargers, Bengals, let's start with the Rams here. Both teams in that game coming in with three-game losing streaks, but the Rams' big favorites here on paper, obviously, should be the better team, should get the win, no problem. But how much of this game is going to come down to Matt Stafford throwing touchdowns to the right team? You know, it's a fair question, Stormy. It's a fair question. He's got a little bit of a bug this time of year, as we know. So hopefully he can get that right. I think that we didn't realize that that Robert Woods injury was going to have the impact that it had. And this Mm -hmm. offense just kind of needs to get their head back in the game here. They added OBJ in. So Sean McVay, good coach. He'll get it back together here. I don't want to touch this spread. Obviously, I hate double-digit spreads right now because the Rams should cover two touchdowns. But why would they need to? They've been favored by 12.5 or more twice this season haven't covered either of those times. And so, yes, I think they absolutely have the capability to win by two touchdowns, but I don't want to bet that they will. And I also don't want to bet on a Jaguars team that is basically last in the league in pretty much every offensive category. They're averaging 5.3 yards per play, which is 21st in the NFL, six yards per pass. That's last. They're 24th in passing yards and they're second to last in points per game. So I'm not sure how the Jaguars are going to score in this game, which is really tempting me, not a play yet, but tempting me to bet the under here. Okay, good deal. And yeah, I'm I'm with you on the double digit spread with the Rams, especially because they have been favored in their last five games. Oh, and five ATS and all of them with the three straight up losses. So I'm a little bit hesitant to jump on a big number with LA, but the other team in LA Chargers getting three in Cincinnati this week. Uh, What are you looking at here? Because on the surface, I feel like there could be an overplay, but then there's weather. I'm not really sure what I think on this one. How are you thinking? First of all, I appreciate you calling the Chargers by their correct name, the other team in L.A. That is pretty (laughs) much how they're treated. Ooh, burn. (laughs) So you nailed it there. But this is a tough game. I know that people are concerned with weather. I wouldn't be too concerned with it unless we're thinking it's going to be torrential downpour or anything like that. That said, I've never been to Ohio, so take that for what it's worth. Uh, But when we look at this Chargers team here, I know that the Bengals are well aware, as we all are, at how bad this Chargers run defense has been, worse than the NFL. So it's natural to want to look at Joe Mixon, who had his career high last week versus the Steelers. He's gone over 86 and a half rushing yards in his last two games and in five games this season. The games that he went over against the Steelers twice, the Lions, the Vikings, and the Raiders, all teams that rank 25th or worse in opponents' rushing yards per game allowed. So the Chargers, as we know, dead last. I think this is going to be another great game for Joe Mixon, uh, and I wouldn't worry too, too much about the weather. All right, good. So I was thinking maybe of LA as a potential teaser team. Do you think that could be in play here, moving up the two and a half or three, whatever it is? I'm 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 off LA teams this week right. for me, as far as the spread is concerned. I don't trust them right now. All right, I was just thinking you got them to nine. Hey, why not? Uh, last one here before we let you go. Lake Show without LeBron. Uh, they still were able to get the win against the Kings on Tuesday. He remains out due to health and safety protocols with regards to COVID-19. Lakers Clippers tomorrow not seeing a line out just yet the Lakers have fared all right though in the games that LeBron has been missing what's kind of your general read on Clippers Lakers 
Uh, well, probably the same read that ESPN has had, Stormy. I don't know if you saw, but they pulled it from their lineup. So it'll still be available in local markets, but they don't <laughs> even want to put this game on because it's two really beat up teams. This sounded like, oh, it's going to be a marquee game. LeBron James versus Kawhi Leonard. Nope, they're both missing. And I think Paul George is going to be out for this one as well due to rest. So this is going to be a really tough one to handicap for that reason. The Lakers did just beat the Kings. The Clippers did just lose to the Kings, but the Lakers have also lost to the Kings in overtime. Uh, so if you're just looking at how they're stacking up against the Kings here, you would say, hey, let's take the Lakers here. So I'm interested to see uh, what this is going to look like right before game time as far as the line is concerned. I'm bringing JVT on actually a little bit later on to talk about this game for the pod tomorrow. Awesome. And you do not want to miss that. So make sure you check out Danielle on the LA CityCast. Thank you so much for coming on. We appreciate you as always. Thanks, Stormy. No star power in the Clippers-Lakers game, but always star power on this show. Great stuff from Danielle. We got Derek and Mike Baum on the other side. Zigazoo has made me zigzag. What I mean by that is I swore I would never let my kids on social media, but now I'm setting them loose on Zigazoo. Before I found Zigazoo, I believed all social media was inappropriate for kids, but I feel great about my kids being on Zigazoo. Videos are moderated by actual people before being added to the feed. Zigazoo is a space for kids to post videos they've created and to share them with other kids just like them. And since there are no comments or messaging, you don't have to worry about mean comments on your kids' videos. And you need parental consent before joining Zigazoo. Bottom line, it's a space that prioritizes data safety for kids. Oh, but don't take my word for it. Zigazoo is KidSafe COPPA certified. So weigh everything Zigazoo has to offer. Maybe you'll zigzag too. Zigazoo, a social network for kids. Download the Zigazoo app today. What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. Everyone, please welcome Coach John Calipari. We're getting beat by 18. My first game in Kentucky. They're saying cows are bust. You can't coach. This is crazy. John Wall runs down the floor and makes a buzzer beater. You remember that, John? That's my first game win I ever made. Remember you said you never seen me do that. Ladies and gentlemen, DeMarcus Boogie Cousins. I called Boogie. I'm like, yo, bro, I'm about to commit to Duke. And I hung up on him. <laughs> bro, I'm talking about, do you want to tell me how many times he called me all type of names? Bro, you really sold me out. You doing this. <laughs> <laughs> bro, I was sick. I remember that like yesterday, man. Love you, John Wall. Thanks, Coach. Love you, too. You made me everything I am today. Nah, you made me. You made me. I love it. Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. It wasn't even posted to my my (laughs) Does sleeping hot keep you up at night? Meet the Lisa Chill Collection. These cooling mattresses work like magic with a cool-to-the-touch cover, zoned springs, and comfy foam layers. Say goodbye to restless nights and wake up refreshed. Lisa's chill mattresses beat the heat with ultra-cool covers that whisk away heat, so you always sleep just right. These hybrids blend up to 1,032 breathable springs and plush foams for the ultimate cooling and comfort. And the chill collection doesn't just feel great, it looks great too. With thoughtful design and pillowy quilt tops. No matter your budget, Lisa has a chill mattress for you. For a limited time, save up to $460 on chill mattresses and get two free pillows. 
iHeart listeners can save an extra $50 off by visiting lisa.com forward slash iHeart. That's l-e-e-s-a dot com forward slash iHeart. With Lisa, your purchase has purpose. Every year, Lisa donates thousands of mattresses to those in need. Exclusions apply. See lisa.com for more details. Ready to unlock a world of entertainment? Philips Roku TV has America's favorite TV streaming platform built in. So you can watch live TV, catch every game, discover must-see shows and hit movies, and get all the best streaming apps in one place, like iHeart for all your favorite music, radio, and podcasts. Watch what you want, when you want. Immerse yourself in entertainment with premium 4K picture and sound for every budget, with sizes for every room. Find your perfect Philips Roku TV today, online or at your local Walmart and Sam's Club. You're listening to My Guys in the Desert with Stormy Bonantoni on VSIN, the sports betting network. The VSIN holiday offer is here right now. When you sign up for our $99 midseason football special, you also receive a $20 credit to the VSIN store. Get all of our expert sports betting analysis, insights, and data for the rest of the football season, plus $20. To buy VEASAN sports betting hats, shirts, mugs, and other great gear. But hurry, this is a limited time offer. So sign up now for the perfect sports betting holiday gift at VEASAN.com slash subscribe. I actually got the other day a wonderful t-shirt. My guys at the long bar and Derek Stevens and Mike Palm will be with us in studio in just a moment. But real quickly, time for Be Better like we do every week this time. We challenge a couple NFL players to be better. And this week it is the pick six edition because these quarterbacks cannot see to throw the ball to their own players anymore, and I can't take it. Starting with Lamar Jackson of the Baltimore Ravens threw four picks last week, and while I'm very proud of you for still winning the game against the lowly Cleveland Browns, not good enough, pal. Come on, I know you were coming off an illness, so who knows how that affected you, so hopefully this week you feel better and you can be better for your team, especially since as four-and-a-half-point road favorites, Baltimore's yet to cover home or away all five times that they've been favored by more than three and a half points this season. So come on, Lamar. Jalen Hurts, three picks last week and a loss to the Giants. Come on, man. Every Everybody has a bad game. I completely understand that, and I think that's what this was here after winning three of the last four games before that. Hurts only had one pick the previous five weeks combined. But the reason why I say be better is because I know you're also dealing with an ankle injury. And if you aren't able to run around the way that you normally do, we know you're a fantastic running back in the NFL and you're forced in some to, into some throwing situations. You got to throw it to the right guy. Stick to the guys in green, Jalen. I have a feeling you can do it. Actually, that'd be really awkward because the Jets, that's a lot of a lot of green. You might be more confused this game, actually. Last one here, Matthew Stafford, and you're on the list again. I think I might just have to make Matthew a staple of this segment, unfortunately, until you stop throwing pick sixes. Rams have dropped three straight games, haven't covered in five straight, and need to put on a show against the Jags as big double-digit favorites. Stafford has nine picks on the year, five of them in the last three weeks, and four pick sixes the last three weeks. Cannot have it. But what we can have is great conversation with a couple of great guys and an excellent hat as CEO and owner here at Circa, Derek Stevens, VP of Operations, Mike Palmer on here. I love this hat. Thank you. I love it. This is uh, my Greeley Hatworks hat, and we're in full cowboy season here in Vegas. Oh, man. I am riding high with this bad boy. This is wonderful. And I did want to make sure before we get started here, I say a big thank you to both of you because 
uh, with Thanksgiving and my dad coming out here for his birthday this past week. Uh, he had a blast. We did a booth down here at Circa, and you guys were amazing to meet him and be nice to him, and he really appreciated it. He likes it. us better than Stephanie. I can tell that. <laughs> <laughs> he Well, he, Stephanie apparently just ignores him, and my dad's unhappy about it. She pretends like, he do, like she doesn't know him. Yeah, yeah, you know, I, I want to say something about this midseason football oh. special, right? It, yes. it was the Black Friday special, and then it was the Cyber Monday special. We're about six days from it being the Immaculate Conception special. Oh, $99 <laughs> and $20 off at the company store. Great deal, folks. Really is, really. And I, my dad, I got my dad that shirt of the two with the two of your yeah. faces on it. So he was actually really disappointed that when he was on st- in studio on Thursday, I hadn't given it to him yet, so he couldn't wear it to surprise you. I heard so. he was disappointed in the result of the Best PM show that he had actually voted for <laughs> the show he watches every day, odds on. I mean, is that true or not my, true? I've, I heard the rumor. Derek, I don't know if you know this, but my dad actually likes Amal and Mike more than he likes me. I think that he would give me up if he could just have them over L- at the house. Likes us more, loves you more, though. There's the difference. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I mean, that's that's kind of sad if he loves me, but he doesn't like me. The only uh, lock coming up on this, uh, my guys, today was going to be Mike Palm bringing up the election yesterday. <laughs> that was the lock. Look, look, you know, I was at home last night, and I don't bring my wife into all the business, right? She has enough to worry about. But she could tell I was upset, right? And she said, what? I explained the whole thing to her, right? She said, look. We have a wonderful family. We have a baby on the way. You have two jobs that you love. You work for a great guy in Derek. In the big scope of things, does it matter? I said, yeah, it does. It really, it really matters. Cosmically, it, it, it really matters. She said, Mike, you, you do a show with them all. Really, neither of you have any media training. You're in a tough time slot. You changed names. I mean, you're up against. Yeah, I think the name change probably was what did it. Nuts would have won this. I, nuts, I nuts truly believe won this. Nuts would have won. But congratulations to you. Thank you. You campaigned wonderfully. I was going to say, I've never campaigned harder in my life. No. I brought in the heavy hitter, Brent Musburger. I'm telling you, Derek, if you got that video in earlier, we wouldn't have had any of this going. Because really, congrats that was, to both. Yeah, that if you think about this, the amount of votes in this election are more than you get in a citywide election. Pretty <laughs> awesome, guys. <laughs> Well, like I said, I was very behind, and it was looking like the campaign would have been worse than me in middle school when I was trying to run for school treasurer, and I didn't know what a treasurer did. And I said, vote for Stormy, and we'll make it rain. So moving on from that one, I want to talk Circa Survivor with you because we are down to the wire here, Derek. Just 28 contestants left in this. But who can people pick? 28, you're right. And, uh, you know, there's a lot of teams that are wiped out. So when you look at, like, tonight's game, you know, people might say, okay, well, think about Dallas. But if you look at the availability chart, there's not one of the 28 contestants could pick Dallas. They've all used them. Same thing goes for the Rams, which, mm-hmm. which would would be another normal choice this weekend. So uh, so some of the better teams are really getting uh, squeezed out. Tampa's still available to a few, I think to about seven. Uh, Casey's still, uh, but they're not playing. But, but uh, you know, some of the... Um, some of the teams are really starting to get limited here, and uh, it's going to become real, really interesting. Actually, there's a, a little st- strategic play to think uh, you could jump ahead of the crowd if you have enough guts to take New Orleans tonight. Mm. Uh, but That's a risky one. It's a risky one. <laughs> but I think really, like James Salinas said something the other day, which I think now game theory is a lot to do with it. You have to take the hand that you've got dealt. You know, mm-hmm. if, you, if you've blown good teams, you've blown them. But there's a reason why maybe Sunday night game and Monday night games become more valuable because you have a better idea of what your potential hedge could be. Mm-hmm. Right now, if you take six million dollars divided by twenty-eight, you know you're a little over two hundred grand a ticket. But if you have the Sunday night game or Monday night game, you might know, hey, my ticket might be worth more, like three hundred or three fifty. It gives you a little more hedge opportunity. Yeah. 
Yeah, no, that's, that's a smart strategy. Do you think a lot of people are saving the bucks to get the extra million, or are they going to use them this week because this could be a good spot? I think uh, I think um, I looked at their availability chart. I think a couple of guys are going to have to use the mm-hmm. bucks just the way it plays out. Um, you know, trying to uh, hang on for that dessert of an extra million dollars. It's worth something, but we're in week 13. You still got to get there. Yeah, that's that's why I was saving them before I got bumped as brutally as I did with a tie, which hashtag never forget. There's one uh, player that has two entries that still has uh, the 49ers and the Titans. If he mm. gets to Christmas, doesn't he have to use your famous double option? It could be something. <laughs> it could be something if you come down to that. Yeah, because by the time of Christmas, you know, I think a number of teams, a uh, little over half have saved Arizona, which we always talked about. We thought that was the mm. most important team on the Christmas week. But, yeah, that double option may come into play as we get right down towards the end. So how are we doing in the contest? Do we have a runaway so far? Quarter three, I was doing well. We were ten and two. Uh, what were we? Eight and two. Um, now we're ten and five. So if, we had. If you would have went five and zero, oh, you'd still be in a tie for second. So mm-hmm. there's 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 one contestant fourteen and one, twelve contestants thirteen and two, and on the bottom side for the booby prize, it's it's a mirror image. One contestant one and fourteen, and twelve contestants two and thirteen. Remember, this is the final week. Quarter three yep. is a four. Week uh, quarter, so we'll we'll crown a winner here come come uh, Monday. And, and in the overall, Mike, isn't it amazing <laughs> that uh, Jarvis had such a big lead? He actually posted a one in four last weekend, and he's still That's solely crazy. in first place. I mean, he was running at like seventy six percent. It's unbelievable. The consensus went one in four, and it, the Vikings were the sixth most picked team. So really, the top six went one and five. So they did, he didn't really lose that much ground. He's still a game and a half ahead of the next two, and then two games ahead of the, the next two after that. Okay, like you mentioned already, you got the big Thursday night football game mm-hmm. tonight. Where's most of the money going in that? We've seen the number go from four and a half, six and a half. Where you guys settled at, and where's the money going? It's coming in on the favorite. So, I mean, that's how we're up to six and a half right now. So, I, I think that's uh, that's what you're going to see. you got Dallas money coming. Any buyback early? Think we also, no. remember, we got a lot of Cowboys in town. That, that <laughs> I can gonna, see that on your head. <laughs> that they're going to be taking Dallas minus 12 if, as long as the number's posted. All right. I want to ask you, you spent a lot of time covering the Pac-12 this year. Thoughts on the title game here in Vegas tomorrow night? I know so many people think that Oregon is going to bounce back and they were embarrassed and they didn't get where they want to go. They want to go back to the Rose Bowl. I just really like Utah. Mm. I think that ever since they made the quarterback change early in the year, they've been a different team. They've been fighting for something different with the losses that they've had to their program. And I, I really like Utah. I'm on the other side. Of I know everyone is. I well, feel like I'm going make... against everybody at the network. Look, everybody th- wants Oregon. What do you think Rice Eccles is worth on a Saturday? It's got to be worth four, five, or six. I points. heard you say this on your show. I see. I listen to your show. Um, I heard you say this earlier, and so the number shouldn't be three. It should be a pick'em. Unless you really do, you really. I think, think that they they're taking into account the previous matchup. But right? Cristobal let the game get away in the last minute of the half. It you let him 20. score. Yeah, but he punted. Why would yeah, you punt? Yeah, you it? shouldn't punt it to Brent no, Covey. I no, agree. and it's over then. And then they didn't even go no, no huddle in the second half, down 28. They conceded the game. I think it's a different scenario here. I think it's a different scenario. I agree. I think it's going to be a closer game, but I still think Utah gets out when all is said and done. Thank you guys for putting up with me. I appreciate you coming on the show, even though I saw the angry eyes. Thank you. Uh, for Derek Stevens, Mike Palm, I'm Stormy Tony. Thanks for listening to My Guys in the Desert. Also, shout out to Stephanie for holding it down for us in the back. Stick with us on VSIN, the Sports Betting Network, Rush Hour, and Danny Burke are next.
Zigazoo has made me zigzag. What I mean by that is I swore I would never let my kids on social media, but now I'm setting them loose on Zigazoo. Zigazoo is a space for kids to post videos they've created and to share them with other kids just like them. Videos that are moderated by actual people. And since there are no comments or messaging, you don't have to worry about social trolling. Zigazoo, the world's largest social network for kids. Download the Zigazoo app today. Ready to unlock a world of entertainment? Philips Roku TV has America's favorite TV streaming platform built in. So you can watch live TV, catch every game, discover must-see shows and hit movies, and get all the best streaming apps in one place, like iHeart, for all your favorite music, radio, and podcasts. Watch what you want, when you want. Immerse yourself in entertainment with premium 4K picture and sound for every budget, with sizes for every room. Find your perfect Philips Roku TV today, online or at your local Walmart and Sam's Club. Welcome to the Scene to Scene podcast. I am your host, Valerie Complex. Today, I am chatting with Ji Young Yu. Ji Young stars as co-lead in the six-part limited series, Expats. I think I learn a little bit with every character that I play. I think usually I play a character and it causes enough introspection that I learn something about myself. I honestly can't gush enough about Freaky Tales. I'm so excited to share it with more people. If you like what you hear, be sure to review, like, and subscribe to the Scene to Scene podcast. Are you looking to step up to a 4K smart TV? One that gives you unparalleled clarity and picture resolution? Then we've got good news for you. Because the Vizio 65-inch V-Series 4K smart TV is now just $348. With all your favorite apps built in, you can stream straight out of the box. You can even sing along to all your favorite music and radio on the iHeartRadio app. Looking for a smaller or bigger screen? Vizio offers unbeatable prices on all V-Series 4K smart TVs. Head to Walmart.com today and score the 4K TV you've been waiting for.